Hello! Welcome to the Magic Quest Boys of Dragontown, an original Dungeons & Dragons adventure. I am Jamie, your host and game master and murderer. And yep. <laughs> <laughs> to my left, we have... Roger Wilder Swivfins. Javin Dunkleston. Tullivan Aurelis. Hey, fellas, John Cumberland. <laughs> How you doing? Oh, the boars. Uh, killed the boar, fellas. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Happy January, everyone. Hey. Danny Cullen's back as our special guest, John Cumberland, the that's, farmer. That's the fans raising the roof. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I hope you all raised the roof with him. You guys raised the roof? All right, thanks. Uh, thank you very much. And also, Danny, I believe you have the recap for us. Last time on MQBD. <laughs> When we last left our heroes, the plan to trick Blood Swine seemed to have failed. The beast was far too smart for a simple illusion, coming to the stop at the top of a cliff, at the bottom of which he would meet his certain doom. It's at this moment a most peculiar thing happened, a blip in time, a shift occurred, reversing time itself and setting Galavan back to his place atop the cliff, with Blood Swine charging full steam at him. Only Galavan seemed to be aware of this occurrence, to the rest of the party not a second was out of place. And so Blood Swine charged and Galavan, perhaps caught off guard by this inexplicable occurrence, could not get out of the way of time. He and the beast hurtled off the cliff, a tusk deep in Galavan's side. They crushed to the ground as one, leaving Galavan teetering on the edge of consciousness. But Bloodswine paid a price as well as the beast writhed in agony on one of John Cumberland's stakes. <laughs> Gravely wounded, the beast retreated up the cliff to its lair to await the most courageous or perhaps most foolhardy amongst them. Whiskers saw the opportunity, quotes, and rushed into the quave <laughs> after repelling up the beast's legs and tried to lay the beast low from its back while completely blind, Whiskers was tossed to the ground, where a tiny little grub fell from the ceiling of Bloodswine's poisoned lair and dug itself into a chink in the Justice's armor. Seeing Whiskers' noble or perhaps idiotic charge, Chevin Dunkelstein rushed up the grade to help his friend and loosed a deadly arrow directly into the beast, killing it. And yet, like most victories, the Battle of Bloodswine came at a great cost for the hulking monster in its final act of defiance, toppled onto a prone and defenseless Donatello Whiskers the Pure, taking the noble justice with it into the dark. <laughs> Shut up, David. <laughs> can I can I talk? You may talk. Okay. Let me speak. Jared is here, everybody. Hi. Jared! Everyone raise the roof. <laughs> you know, I, I'm in a pretty <laughs> somber soon, mood. Man. Yeah, yeah sorry. too soon. Are we I not going like, like a... this is a beloved character has just died. I, I'd like to yeah. give it the respect that it deserves. But Danny has to raise the roof. I wanted to raise the roof. No. In, in Whiskers' <laughs> honor. <laughs> what funeral roof. have you not been to where someone's not raising, raising the roof? None that I haven't been Every to. Every funeral right. I've been to. Roll to raise the roof. All right, yeah, roll to raise the roof. That's a fail, man. Well, I'm raising Roof can't be raised. Nothing can be raised. After such a mighty comrade has fallen. Ooh. I would like to describe again Whiskers' dead corpse. Yes, let's hear uh, yeah. His eyes are swelled. His <laughs> body is covered in shit and gas <laughs> or uh, oil. And, and uh, pig shit. Yeah, I said shit. Don't yeah, forget the pig shit. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I thought you just said shit like uh, speaking about just stuff Actually, generally. maybe a little bit of vomit from the throw-up session from earlier. <laughs> and uh, a little bit of piss from his peeing himself when he died. Right. Oh, also shit because he died. Um, and his own shit. Uh, you release your bowels when you die is what he was getting That's at. true. And the, oh, the and bowels. the bone is sticking out of his arm. His arm is totally fucked. Oh, and yeah. Penn right now is fighting against Chevin to try and run up to a, that body to grab it. Chevin. No, Chevin's holding him back. And just uh, as a player, I want to I let you know that Morrison and I and, and David are, are uh, mature enough to handle grief you know, without making lots of jokes about piss and shit. And, uh, yeah, Jared. I'm allowed some to. Some of us are. <laughs> I die. That's true. That's a very good point. Yeah. Well, but in that in that vein, I'm gonna start prestidigitating all the grime off of him, mm -hmm. like very very lovingly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, oh, sorry. Very lovingly, <laughs> and um, and like make his like mane look really nice, and mm -hmm. just give him a very like dignified repose. I'm gonna yeah. take my thunder cannon and. Charge it up, and I'm gonna cast Shocking Grasp Ooh. on Whiskers. <laughs> I see what you're doing here. I see what you're doing here. Yeah, absolutely. You place your Thunder Cannon against his body, and this can work. Shocking Grasp it. What the heck are you uh, doing? Yeah, uh, so you don't need to roll for damage or anything. Uh, an electric current seems to run through Whiskers' body, sending his muscles kind heck? of seizing for a moment. His body kind of gives a like a heave, a seize to, uh, up in the air a little bit, but it doesn't seem to move after that. Chevin had just stood back because he was giving mouth to mouth, and then 
stopped Penn again from rushing Whisker's body. Um, John Cumberland has walked away from the scene is just staring out over the valley with his back turned to the group. Yeah, there, you guys do have a wide view of Goat's Gate like off miles away in the distance. Mm-hmm. You can even almost faintly hear because the it is it is raining now at this point, uh, it drizzling um, softly and sadly on all of you uh, as water starts to, you know, make its way down your faces and arms. <laughs> Roundry. But a sad one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you gotta do it in minor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, we have to we have to get rid of the church. We have to get rid of the church right now. Yes, maybe we the have monks to get him to the church. Maybe no. the monks will Rodade, know. we have to get him to the church of Rodade right now. I'm uh I'm riding back up with Sakatini if possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you go sort of time trick there, but Oh you for went the to grab Sakatini, yeah. yeah. I'm riding up in the rain on uh, Sakatini. If you let Penn go to the body, now that it's clean. Sure. Because she she wants to, she is grabbing Whisker's body and yeah. she is sobbing into his mane. Oh, poor Pen. Yeah, she is distraught. I guess we know that it was from the grub. Yeah, okay. We know it's from the grub. Yeah. Um, but you ri- come riding up on Sakatini. And Berga, meanwhile, while you're doing that, I'll say because it takes a little while to go down and get that. Um, Berga turns to uh, Rondri, Galavin, and, and John and goes, Well, there is a chance. There is an altar up at the spire. It's a very slim chance. I will take it. We must take it. Then we better get going. But what I miss? <laughs> <laughs> um, we were just saying, there's an altar up at the spire. There's a very slim chance it... Fate might not be ready for him yet. Then let's go. He releases another bowel movement. I, I think when she says something about fate not having necessarily released me yet, I know she's referring to a god. And uh, oh, yeah. at that point, Chevin, Chevin's shoulders just drop, and uh, he knows in his heart that there's no hope. All the blackbirds, kind of crows that are on these dead trees around this cave, around you guys, are just like... They, they had gone silent for a little bit right at that moment there uh, while you guys were examining whiskers and everything. But as the rain intensifies a little bit, they start um, they start cawing madly again, just like loudly. We have to go to this altar like now or we go to the Church of Rodin. Like th- those are the two options we have. We go to the altar. The road has led us this way. Maybe we can make our way through and see our friend on the other side. Only the Lady of Crows can possibly bring him back now. Then let's go. Let's go. We Um, have to burn the body. What? We have to burn, and she turns towards the cave mouth, and she goes, we have to burn the boar's body. Oh, I thought you meant whiskers. (laughs) Yeah, same. (laughs) Me too. I did not know if that was part of the rite or what. No, no. Yes, let's burn it. Let's burn it. Do you have any more of that oil? Yeah, I got one right here, buddy, and I toss you a... One of my oil, oil I, flasks. I do not need it. You can do it if oh. you want to help. Okay. Uh, just figured this was kind of something you guys wanted to keep between you. We're not burning <laughs> this body. We're burning the boar. Oh, okay. Got it. I was, excuse me. So sorry. We just went over. over this. I'll just snatch the flask out of your oh, hand as yep. you're having this you discussion. Sorry. Yep. And start. Yeah, that's yours. Uh, yep. Pen, Pen stands up, up to the cave. And I guess like, I'm off Sakatini at this point. Yeah. Pen, Pen stands up and kind of clenches her fist and, and looks into the cave and she goes, yeah, let's burn it. And she kind of like stomps Pen, d- decisively in the direction of the cave. You're not going into that cave. What? What do you mean? What do you mean? Do you see what I just happened to burn. Whiskers? What? There are grubs in there that can sink into your flesh and eat your heart. There's no way you're going in that cave. Pet, I could help with that. I could record it on this. And I pull out my oh, scroll device. No, I want to see it for myself. You could probably see it from the cave mouth. It's, I mean, it's not that big of a cave. Do we? Sorry, need guys. I'm gonna do, go over here. Does anyone know away. anything about <laughs> this cave? Uh, it's a pretty bad cave. Don't really want to be in it. This is Berger talking. She says, "Um, uh, that's where it lives. That's all I know about it. Is that just where where it makes its home?" Well, then let's burn it. Let's burn it. Yes. I have a theory. Also, without blood swine, I believe those grubs are less aggressive. Possibly even. Inert. Great. Is that a certainty? 
No, we should check it out. We should proceed with caution, of course. Someone light a torch. It, we must be, it must be properly offered to a god or goddess. Let's go. And she just starts walking into the cave. And she pulls out. She has oil and uh, fire as well. If we are to offer it to a god, I think of two options. Rodane. Or Eurekis. Or, no. Oh. We are going to an altar of... <laughs> we are going to which altar? The altar of... We're going to the oft, altar of the Lady of Crows. Yes. Perhaps we offer this to her in exchange for bringing our friend back. Logically, that makes more sense than Eurekis. Whiskers would want to give this to Rodane. Though I say, fuck them all. Well, any help that we could get is probably good, so I, I feel like at least the Lady of Crows. It is interesting. It is a quandary who to offer this to, up to, because Whiskers would want Rodane, but he did not strike the killing blow. So, Chevin, which should it be? If you had to choose Rodane or the Lady of Crows... I'll be waiting outside. Pen is, Pen is just staring into the cave, head downcast. Pen, do you have an idea? I, to Rodane or the Lady of Crows? I know the Lady of Crows might save him, but I just... I think he would have wanted Rodane. Me too. To Rodane it is, then. That seems like justice. It's no justice. Uh, Galavan, Rondri, if you are going to join them into the cave, and as you guys do go into the cave, Berga, Berga will kind of gesture you forward uh, with her hand and kind of point to the ground where you see these grubs have kind of shriveled up, mm. and they kind of... They've kind of they've it like looks like they're kind of exuding a little bit of pus too, but you you don't see any as she kind of holds up the torch with your light on it from before. Uh, you don't see any grubs attached that look to be living on the walls or the ceilings. Okay, before we burn it, I would look around just to see what's in this cave besides. Um, yeah, you loot the muck. cave. Yes, <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha, you. I would like to explore the cave. Yeah, yeah, I'm just checking around. Things I would like as quickly as possible. Oh Making wait, sure. magical items. Oh wait, I, I mean, in case detect magic. Right, and, of course. Yeah, yeah of course. Um, Galvin, you search around the cave uh, with your little torch, um, and uh, you've so there are. There are, I don't know, somewhere in between five and ten shredded corpses in this mm. cave. It's hard mm. to tell. Uh, it's that's a good loot. Yeah, it's definitely good loot. It's clear that the um, uh, the the boar and the flies and the grubs were all kind of they had a little horde of bodies from the hunting parties that went to uh, attack the boar. Kind of just casting your eyes over these bodies, you are able to between them, uh, you do find some pouches uh, full of some currency. You find 37 copper pieces and 25 silver pieces. Damn, we could buy a new toothbrush. You could buy a new toothbrush. Electric? Quit. Tight. And you also see the sheen from the pommel of a small blade that as you go to retrieve it, uh, it it's like a, a tiny, some sort of silver gem inset into the pommel of this uh, dagger that has kind of a, a very basic, normal-looking um, hilt and and uh, grip, mm -hmm. um, but the blade of which is a very slender, curved. It kind of curves up and then curves far back, hmm. uh, not like a sickle shape, but just kind of curves. Like a, I was I, maybe, say that. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of like a, it's a Nepali blade. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up later, and then we'll <laughs> edit in. He's like definitely the answer, but definitely yes. That <laughs> it has like a weird curvy shape to it, and the blade unusually is uh, stark black. Hmm. Ooh. But it is a it is kind of a dragon glass. It is kind of a it is kind of a deep deep black. You also see the gavel on the ground. That's true. You also see uh Whiskers gold I'll sword take the, the gavel. gavel. How big are the bones? 
Uh, yeah, you're a secret. The bones that are laying around here. Yeah. Um, so there are some bones. Uh, they honestly, are human bones? Uh, honestly, yeah, there aren't really, the only bones you see are ones that are exposed from the corpses. The corpses haven't, uh, just taking a base cursory look, look, the corpses haven't been here longer than a couple months. Mm. Um, like this boar only arrived about a month or so ago from what you heard. Mm. So these corpses are all within a month or so since hunting parties started to go out for it, uh, recent. Okay. There are some, there's one hunting party that went out, like, I believe it was like four or five days ago, like a little mm -hmm. less than a week. Uh, there are some, you know, you see those fresher mm -hmm. corpses lying around. Um, and then Berga kind of looks around and she, and she goes, um, we should, um, actually you don't, you don't hear her say this. She just starts going around and placing copper pieces over the eyes of the, the heads that are laying on the ground. She starts playing, uh, putting copper pieces over their eyes. Okay. And, uh, she starts putting a little seed in the ones that have mouths, their mouths. Ooh. Little like, just a tiny little speck. You just see her like, kind of put it in there. She's wearing like these black gloves. She just kind of puts them in there, shuts the jaw, and then moves on. I'll, she does this to all of them. I'll provide her with the copper from the ones that I found. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, she'll she'll readily accept them. And so. you hear her as she bends down, she goes, payment for Mehran. And she kind of bows her head for each one she does that to. So I'll just say I lost 10 copper for that. Yeah, like that sounds about right. Cool. Yeah. Um, great. Let's, uh, so she, Berga gathers you all around. Um, she has, she kind of takes about, uh, 20 minutes to build this kind of sacrificial beer around it a little bit. Uh, so that there's a little bit of like these, basically like these, this little wooden encirclement around the boar's body, uh, or a little stone encirclement, let's say, so that the fire, you know, doesn't get into the woods or anything, you know, hopefully. Uh, and so she steps forward and she goes, so who were... Who are we sacrificing it to? I believe it is Rodane. And I'll make um, I'll make uh, white petals fall in like uh, white light down upon the boar. Like it pressed to digitate that as she's about to burn it. Yeah. And as you do, she tosses the torch onto the body, which has been well oiled at this point. Actually, she she's going to hand it to, she's going to offer it to you. Uh, Crobin, you're not in the cave? Or I believe I'm outside with Penn. Yeah, so she offers it to you, Galvin, uh, and to you, basically you three, Penn, uh, Rodri, and Penn is, not, Penn is not outside where I held her? Penn, Penn went, oh, did you, were you holding I her mean, outside? I, it was my intention to, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, if you're holding Penn outside, she, she, let's cut to outside real quick. Penn is like, I want to be in there. It's too dangerous. It's not too dangerous. They're just setting it on fire. They're fools for going, and you can see the charred body if they come out alive. You know, Penn... It's a dangerous world. Maybe that's obvious now, but if you put your faith in these deities, it'll bite you. You think this is what justice looks like? Is this justice for Whiskers, who did everything he could to save, save the world and to praise his God, to do right? You gotta look out for yourself. But we have to look out for our friends. He can still come back. We can bring him back. I hope you're right. Please let me see. You wanna just see this board burn for what? I need to see it burn. Why? I need to know it won't be coming back. I can promise you it won't be coming back. I put that arrow in it myself. What's the promise of a changeling? Damn. <laughs> uh, and by the way, John's been outside this whole time. Right. <laughs> I'm like standing on my... Oh, yeah, I, when, when I imagine you, you're still looking out when into the When she says that, I, you see his head like slightly turned towards them. And he always has like a big smile on his face and his eyes are like always like really creased because it's just mm. kind of, he's a friendly and carpenter guy. Penn does see, say it quietly, but, you, but go ahead. Yeah, if you, if you happen to see this, I mean, maybe you don't, but you see his I eyes for flinch, the first time. but I know you're there. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you see his eyes for the first time and you see that they're... Bright blue with flecks of yellow in them. Subtly. You see it for half a second as he looks over his shoulder and then he turns his head back. I don't... <laughs> I hate this. I mean, 
I'd like to say that I saw that, but I don't think Maybe you don't. Chevin you gives probably. himself up by looking at you. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I don't think Pan or Chevin is paying any attention. Cool. Yeah, then neither do you see it. Locked into each other. Yeah, but we know. But the audience <laughs> says, "Raise the roof!" Raise the roof! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have to roll. You have to roll to raise the roof. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. Fifteen. Yeah. Raise the roof! All right, all right, all right, all right. We raise the roof. We all raise the roof. Uh, I'm assuming that's where that interaction ends, unless you want to. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. think I'm gonna dignify that with a response. Fair. So. Uh, Berga gestures. Also, he's very hurt. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not just bitterness. For sure. And rain is pouring over all three of you outside the cave. Mm-hmm. It is just like you're getting drenched. Um, Berga holds the torch out to you, uh, Galvin, to you, Rondry. Oh, yes, I'll gesture for you to take it. Uh, I'll pull out another torch and I'll light it from that one. Mm-hmm. And she'll hold one out to you then to do the same? Galvin? I'll, I'll light mine with magical light. Great. <laughs> Show cool. Off. <laughs> yeah, not gonna get fire. Yeah, well, you know, it's not, not gonna set anything on fire. Not uh, you know, it's just Bergen just like throws her eyebrows it, at you. It's just a symbolic gesture. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> People are uh, setting fires, and you're using a flashlight. <laughs> Got it. So yeah. you, so Berga looks to you uh, all, and then makes eye contact, and then you guys we toss the torch. It. Yeah, you, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You just lower it onto the boar's body, and the flame quickly takes to it, and it flares up as like 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 quickly, and then dies down to uh, like half the light that it should be giving off, like a low flame, very unusual. And then you all here, even the people outside, even you, John, Mm -hmm. here in your minds. Know this, mortals. Your sins cannot be atoned. None are innocent. An ancient power far beyond your comprehension sleeps in the belly of Spath, and when it awakens, all will come to an end. Just as my broken body falls to ruin and decay, so too will all mortal things come to death and darkness. No prophecy will save you. And then the fire kind of goes up to its normal height and the boar's body begins to char and burn. Did anybody else hear that voice? Yes. Berga is looking at all of you wide-eyed. And go, I, yes. I don't know what that was. I think we just messed with the wrong thing. If you look out the cave entrance now, if you if you could put a, an eye there. Mm. Like, yeah. I think Chevin and Penn would be like, silhouetted by the light coming in, staring yeah. into the cave like in wonder. Yeah. Cool. A little bit like cheated out from each other, like not in each other's direction. I imagine Penn is kind of facing away from a, a big space. I'm, I mean, I'm staring guys. right into the mouth of the cave. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're, we're and the right. rain is pouring down. Yeah. And the cool. clouds are behind us. Yeah. Gray. Yeah. Can I cast an art? Okay. Do an Arcana check. Yeah. Or a religion check. Yeah, See absolutely. Uh, roll, uh, whichever one, Arcana or religion. Oh, so close. Uh, seven. Seven. Uh, Arcana or religion. Uh. Religion? Religion, yeah. Um, so just based on the fact that it referred to you all as mortals and it's referring to ancient powers, um, seems to be uh, at least something that thinks of itself maybe as a god. Uh, you don't recognize it immediately as any god. It didn't. It didn't. Uh, the fact that it mentioned prophecies and and death and darkness, mm-hmm. ruin and decay. Uh, you know, there is the there is the goddess of ruin and decay. There is. Uh, the god of death there is the god of darkness it, it's kind of it's not touching on anyone specifically like it even touches on prophecy but mm-hmm. it's not touching on anyone specifically got so it yeah so I probably wouldn't learn anything more if I rolled the religion check either I mean Let's yeah see. I mean I'm gonna yeah probably not I was no, just saying <laughs> yeah but thank you for rolling <laughs> it's uh it's definitely eerie and fills yeah. you with a sense of divine dread uh, yes. yes let's say that yeah. let's say that's what you get Gallivan from it cool um Lumen great save us so what language was it speaking? Yeah. Uh, it was speaking in... It was speaking in, in... In common. In common, yeah. It was speaking in common. So, uh, Berga 
starts gathering her things and exits the cave uh, with its body burning thoroughly and uh, looks around at everybody and she and she goes, well, shall we go? Yes, we have to get Whiskers to this altar. We best make haste. What does Penn do? Penn, Penn just kind of uh, like kind of pulls her I imagine she has like a little traveler's cloak or something. Uh, I can imagine she just kind of like hoists it kind of around her leather armor and and starts walking. Uh, just starts starts getting ready to go. Basically looking around like you know. She's got ready that to newsies hat. Yeah, she's got the <laughs> yeah she's got a little orphan newsies hat. No, she doesn't. But um, she does. She does. So she doesn't try to go in the cave. She doesn't try to go in the cave. No. Got it. She she does watch it burn for a while though. Actually, oh, she's not like looking a ready light to go. From yeah, the cave. there's. Oh yeah, it's a huge fire. I mean, like it's a nine foot tall beast on fire. Ooh, so she baby. does watch it from in, from the mouth of the cave. And I will say, actually, you guys probably have to pull her away from the mouth of the cave before, to go. Mm. Come on. We go. And she doesn't say anything. She just goes with you. Excellent. So, you all start making your way. Berga starts leading you uh, up the mountains, and you all you all reach sunset. And you are still trekking, trudging up this mountain. Um, it, the wind is blustering like an old curmudgeon, and it, it is cold. And just night descends on you all, and it is the wind just cuts to the bone, and the wind is just violently raining. whipping things around. It is still raining. Yes. Oh Jesus Christ! Uh, and you all, can we get a short short rest or something from that funeral? <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys probably would have spent about an hour either watching the fire or making preparations or just writing yourself. Yeah, you guys get a short dice. Go for it. You guys get to the campsite and realize you forgot the body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no, we got to go all the way back. <laughs> Shit. Ah, uh, Frick, that's on me, guys. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I know I was supposed John. to go. John! Uh, <laughs> that's all John. I kicked the dust. I kicked the floor. Like, can we try to find a like a, a nook or an overhang where it's not raining on us? And yeah, you guys. So eventually, it gets late enough that you guys will have to stop for the night. And Berga lets you know that you guys will likely arrive there in the morning. You could trudge through the night and arrive there like super late, or you could rest and then try and get there in the morning. I'm exhausted. I think we you should. would. You would have to force yourself. It would be a forced march, basically. You'd have to force yourself to continue. It would be rough. I could keep going, but probably I'm with best, you guys. Probably best to settle down, boys. Berga, is time a factor if we're trying to bring back Whiskers? Honestly, I don't know. I've never seen it done before. Well, uh, either we can uh, get there tomorrow morning or possibly not get there at all tonight. So I think we should probably rest. All uh, right. Any, anyone who's looking for a little nook or an overhang or something, roll me a survival check. Oh, definitely, John. Definitely, Johnny C. Uh, 18. 11. 8. 13. Okay. Uh, John, you you do spot uh, a nice overhang. I know a good spot up, up here, fellas. Come here. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you guys you guys <laughs> cool. head to this overhang, and, and using your little, uh, like, some supplies you've gained, you can even kind of make a little, like, you guys probably have some, like, uh, fabric made for making maybe little tents. I have a bag like of a thousand ball bearings. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You what, throw I, them, what can I make with that? You throw them off the mountain, <laughs> and the wind disperses immediately. Guys, just real quick. Uh, when you went in the cave, I was thinking about throwing all of the ball bearings in front of the cave entrance, but oh. I was like, then no one else can get in there. That was my other house. <laughs> I was so close to doing it. Anyway, oh, sorry. Oh, uh, one more to home alone his ass off the cliff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that would have been very funny. I was so close. That would have been very funny. Uh, but he never came out. Uh, anyways, out. but I have like a hempen oh, man, rope. Man, that would have been uh, the way. You know, all been. sorts of, I have some stuff that I can make. Set up some paint cans and micro machines outside. Oh, micro machines. Come on! Great. Excellent. So, you all basically set up a little cabin over Chavin. this overhang. Chevin! <laughs> oh my god, Chavin. piece of shit. Chevin! We forgot Chevin! Chevin. Chevin McJallister? Chevin. Uh, oh god! <laughs> Let's keep that in. Yes. Raise the roof. Raise the roof. Let me roll for yeah. it. Uh, oh, it's a seven. No. Raise the roof. All right, we're wasting time. You guys set up over the other one. It actually goes in a little bit. It's like a little bit of a mini cave. It's nowhere near as big as the DC one. It's nowhere near as as big, but it goes in about five feet enough, or actually even about ten feet enough for you guys to like get in and get a little relief from the sides as well. So you guys are out of the wind. You are mostly out of the or sorry you're out of the rain you're mostly out of the wind and you guys kind of settle down um pretty pretty well uh you guys i'm not gonna have you do watches um 
but I will actually I, I will have you tell me watches real fast. Just you four. I'll go first. Okay, Galavin first. Uh, Galavin, uh, do you mind if I take a look at that dagger on my watch? Um, no. Please tell me all you can about it. Yeah, will do. Um, do I recognize whose dagger that might be? Someone from the village, perhaps. Um, so you do you actually you know you do not recognize mm. the dagger. No. Okay. I'll go second. I'll go third. Can okay. everybody roll me a perception check? <laughs> what? Nat twenty. <laughs> You really? Okay, oh. you notice when you mention the dagger that Chevin's ears perk up just a little bit, Boop. but he's not going to mention that he likes daggers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But only you even notice. <laughs> I would Because he's acting it real good, okay? <laughs> real good, like. Uh, excellent. Okay, so you all take those watches in that order. Galavin, your watch begins. Oh. Uh, the wind is whistling and uh, whipping up through the night. It is rough. Do I see moonlight <laughs> anywhere? Your your cloak is just whipped around. Yeah. Uh, exactly Wizard like a witch. Do you see moonlight anywhere? Yes. The, uh, oh, okay. uh, actually, you you see the faint glimmers of moon, but it's mostly blocked out by the rainy, cloudy sky uh, and, and dark, swarming clouds. Very ominous. A waste of a night. And near the end, you're about to, you're about to go wake... Um, I don't know whoever's next. Chevin. Rondry. Rondry. You're about to go wake Rondry up for the next watch. You you kind of get up and stretch your legs a little bit, and you make your way over. And as you do, you hear from behind you a growling. Oh, my God. Uh, w- w- wake up. Wake up, everyone. I, no. to my, I jumped on my feet. <laughs> and you turn, start to wake up. And I'll turn What's around going on and look at... You turn around, and you see... I don't uh, wake up. <laughs> oh I forgot God. you were here. Were you <laughs> here the whole soon. time? <laughs> Too soon. You see the eyes of a, and, and like the vague form of a big black dog. The eyes are red. It's serious black. black. <laughs> and it's baring its sharp canine teeth at you all. It's James Just Potter. growling, intense, almost imperceptible growl. Just on the edge, on the very edge of your cave. Barely, barely even visible from the edge of the darkness. Good dog. I'll cast light on a um, <laughs> on a stone, mm-hmm. and I'll just chuck it a little bit closer to it. The minute the light reaches its area, yeah, it disappears. There's nothing there. Like, like magic disappears, or it looked like it. Ran uh, off? The minute the sh- that light touches the shadow, that form just doesn't seem yeah. to be there. You don't. It, it's just like it was like it was never there. I'm sorry. I, I I thought I saw something in the darkness. It was a wolf made of shadow. Perhaps it disappeared when I threw light at it. Maybe you should get some rest, Galavan. Yeah, I, sure I think you it's dreaming. It's my turn to take watch. It's true. I am exhausted. Burger says, "Does it look like a wolf or a a dog?" Yes, it was a big black dog. Yeah. Um, we'll make haste in the morning. What does this mean? It's yeah, just—it's not a good—it's not a good sign. Do you uh, know something about this? Well, that's um—that's what we call a grim. What's a grim? Yeah, what is this? Um, it's a bad omen. Um, oh, just an so. omen, or is this a physical threat? Uh, as far as I know, I've—I've I've never seen it myself, but um, as far as I know, it is just something that you see, and uh, it usually means that. Uh, Death is on the way. Oh heck! Are we cursed? Death's well, already is, here. Uh, it has already right. been here. Right. I know. So. I know. Oh heck! I know. We might be free. And she kind of and yeah, Burger pulls out a flask late, and drinks perhaps. it. Perhaps. Right. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, guys. I've got the next watch. <laughs> oh good. Yes, <laughs> I have all my confidence. I feel Rodri. very safe now. Excellent. Um, all your watches go uneventfully. Can I identify this? Uh, this year uh, dagger. Bye. Yeah, absolutely. And then I'll get to you in a sec. One, uh, oh, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, you, through your ritual, kind of turn it around and use your artificer know-how. And to, I, like, tinker at it. Yeah, I'm, like, yeah. testing circuits. You test and probe it. Absolutely. Yeah. Little circuits is a wrong word, David. No, but it's, it's magic like, circuits. I know, but it's like that. <laughs> yeah, I, like yeah, it I put, like, two nodes together. Yeah, like a meter reads. Little sparks, arcane sparks fly off of it for sure. Yeah, this dagger is magical. Ooh, baby. It's a magic dagger. Ooh. It's uh, especially sharp, especially keen. Its edge is is incredibly keen, um, and also it looks like 
this, this dagger can extend shadows. It has a certain level of extension over shadows. Mechanically speaking, uh, while wielding this dagger, you could use a bonus action to activate its special feature, extending the range of existing shadows around the person. Uh, whoever's wielding it and any creature within five feet of them gain advantage on any stealth checks made in dim light only, specifically in shadow, not mm. in pitch darkness. Mm -hmm. uh, and this effect lasts for one minute or until they leave the shadow, uh, and uh, a long rest must be completed before it can be used again. Yep. Also, it's a plus one dagger. Which means they get a plus run to plus one for those of you who uh, aren't familiar, plus one to attack rolls and plus one to damage rolls. And it counts as a magical weapon. Da ding! True. Great. Uh, morning. So I, comes. Just, I just want to oh, say, yeah. as the yeah, uh, watches and the travel, all that's mm -hmm. happened ever since Penn said that I was a changeling in front of uh, John. John Cumberland here. Yeah. Um, Chevin has been keeping a close eye on him mm -hmm. and trying not to have John notice that about him, just to see if John is. John heard that comment or For he's sure. acting in any different way. As far as you can tell, he's completely normal. Nothing's changed with him at all. Nothing. All right, we should roll a deception. Roll yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby! <laughs> Woo! Deception, perception? Deception, insight. Oh, oh. Yeah, insight. insight. Fuck. Roll shittily. <laughs> <laughs> Please roll shittily. Oh, he did! Sorry, I yelled. Uh, I, I got it. a six. Uh, I got uh, a six. Fifteen. Oh, wow. Wow, what did you roll, Danny? You said roll shittily. Uh, nine. Jesus. All right, that's not bad. Um, as far as you can tell, nothing's changed. All right. All right. Good. Morning Th then, comes. Uh, then Chevin is, uh, like, more at ease. Great. He's confident that he would know Glad something. I could put you that he would ease. notice something. Yeah. Rondre, did you give me the... Yeah, I give you the notice. tiger back. Uh, it seems to have something to do with the shadows. It is magical. Uh, I don't know if this is quite your speed. It seems more of uh, I agree. Chevin's. Yes, Chevin. We have a present huh? for you. Oh, who, me? What? <laughs> I like, totally wasn't expecting like, that. I'm going to give you the dagger. What do you mean? Oh, I, it just looked like you were uh, staring off at me. Did I get some egg in my beard or something? <laughs> What do you, I don't, I literally. Don't worry about you it. You didn't have a beard yesterday. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, were you doing an inside check on me? Or was I doing an inside check on you before? Well, I thought you were staring at me when you were saying that. No, 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 I wasn't staring at you. I was like keeping an eye on you. I see. Like in a way that you wouldn't notice unless you want to do an inside no. check yes, on yeah. me now, <laughs> Which of course uh, I think yes. we should do. Roll to raise Another the Another nine. Uh, no. Yep. Inside, inside. Uh, 11. No, you're not going to beat me. I don't know. I can't find my deception. But... <laughs> what a cocky piece of oh, shit. Oh, 16, yeah, 16. Yeah, 16. I just know oh. I, I was so already at 10. You check him out, notice nothing. You check <laughs> him out, do not notice him checking you out. <laughs> <laughs> but does he notice him checking him uh, out for... Checking him out? Well, no. If I'm understanding well, this right, he didn't even notice that I was checking him out. Yes. So yeah. that's kind of where the train stops. I think so. True. I think anyway, so. Anyway, I... Me? Uh, what'd you say? You... Wigger, here's this dagger. It might help you in your um, be good at what you do already. It so. can make shadow make you hide in the shadows even better than you do. <laughs> you think I hide in the shadows? I w when there's danger, I, I rarely see you until the enemy drops dead, and there you are standing with your weapon drawn or in its neck, or or wrapped around its neck. Yes. Sure, I, I guess I can make use of it. Nah. <laughs> Noah's like, <laughs> so Noah funny. is licking Shh. his lips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wetting the hell out of yeah. him. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway, you guys awake. It is morning time, uh, although it is very hard to tell because it is still very dark and overcast on this mountain that you were on. Uh, Berga kind of stretches and... and Awaits at the, the the kind of little little tiny mouth to your little overhang, and she looks to you all and she goes, "Not much further from here." Mechanics wise, we got a full long rest. Yes, Exhaustion's absolutely. All gone we'll and all that. Yes, full long rest. Thank you. Full long rest. Uh, and Berga starts leading you all up the rest of the way of the mountain. And it gets a little steeper, and you guys pass a lot more. A lot. A lot. Everything is kind of like it was before, except less vegetation, less rocks, just a lot of trees. A lot of dead trees huh. with lots of blackbirds perching. And as you climb up this mountain, every time you look up at a tree and like uh, see these this like murder of black crows, you all see they're just watching you and they just watch you with their eyes silently. I watch them back. Yeah, you do. 
Well, the curious roll place. an inside check. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you can watch I, them can watching I roll an inside check on him watching them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh no, you may not. What's he up to? <laughs> <laughs> I cast magic missile. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So you all are climbing up this mountain, and you've been climbing for about three hours. And all of a sudden, kind of quickly, you don't even you don't even notice until it's oh, it's already happening. Um, the sun starts to come out. The, the sky starts to lighten. And it's enough that, like, like the, the rain has stopped at this point. It was just super overcast and dreary and humid, and the wind was still whipping around, uh, you know, aggressively. Yeah, just like that. Crack that wind. Oh, damn it. So, and then all of a sudden, the wind stops, and the sun breaks through the clouds. And you all... <laughs> except maybe Galvin, uh, turn and look up towards the sky. It's enough to just catch your attention. And as you do, you see an enormous black shape blot out the sun. It is the shape of an enormous black flying bird of some kind, maybe so high up you can't even see it. It's, it's so backlit by the sun. And it is this giant black raven or crow that just blots out the sun, casting its shadow right over all of you. And then it hovers there for a second, and then it dissolves into what must be hundreds of blackbirds who then just start beating their wings chaotically overhead, cawing incessantly and, and flying in chaotic patterns. And then as if commanded, the sky then begins to, the dark clouds then come back over the sun and, mm. and cast a heavy gloom over the mountainside. The low rumble of thunder is heard from above. And uh, who is carrying whiskers? I'd imagine he's on a horse. Yeah. Right? I mean, so you all hear a blink. And you look over, and Whisker's armor has taken a raindrop. And then you hear another blink. And then you hear a thunk as John, a crow, falls dead out of the sky and like smacks you against your shoulder and falls to the ground, just dead, lifeless. What the heck? And then Berga looks up to the sky and then looks down to the bird and then looks at all of you with bulging eyes and goes, Run! We need to run! And starts trucking up the mountainside. And bird bodies start falling out of the sky oh like God. cannonballs. Oh it's just oh dark. Uh, everybody roll me dexterity saving throws. Um, can I use some skill to help uh, Pen instead of myself? Yes, absolutely. So you roll with disadvantage and I will give Pen advantage. I got a natural one. Okay. So... Yeah, you, you take quite a beating. Yeah, you don't need to roll again. I mean, I just forget that. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, D uh, John. 21. Okay. You you managed to avoid these birds? 14. 14 avoids. Uh, Crobin, you are taking the hits basically for Pen oh. as she kind of scampers up this mountainside behind Berga. Rondry? Nine. Nine. Uh, Rondry and... Uh, Rondry, actually, just Rondry, you are going to take um, three points... Oh, sorry, two points of bludgeoning damage. And Crobin, you are going to take, what did I say, he took two? You take four points of bludgeoning damage, just as these birds just like smack against you and hit you in the face. Like there's some some claws that kind of hit you in the face and you all scramble up this mountainside madly. And Berga kind of rounds a corner and ahead of you, there's a set of plain dark double doors set into steeply raised mountainside. And Berga runs up to them and like slams against them basically. And rain is like pouring down on you guys. Bird bodies are falling out of the sky. Berga starts banging on the door madly. Just boom, 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 boom. And, and there's just, she's not getting answers. She's just banging and banging and banging. And you all like join her up against the doors and you're bang, 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 Help banging us. against the doors. Open up, Hello? please. Everyone starts banging against the doors. There's birds hey, open the up. Sky. And then as Crobin, uh, sorry, as Chevin, you're the last one to kind of make it to the top as, as you get penned safely to the top. And as you slam into everybody else against the doors, the doors pour open and you all kind of fall into this entryway uh, and you all kind of just pour in and Berga you all kind of write yourself Berga right. gets to her feet and kind of starts closing the doors you all kind of help Berga shut the doors is Sakatini inside? Uh, yeah the horses do make it inside You get if you want the horses to get inside yes, I you want hold them. the doors open Whiskers is one as the horses get inside Got yes them. that's true yeah. Uh, yeah so the horses get in and you guys kind of <laughs> slam the doors behind the horses and you peer and oh, you heck. look ahead of you. Freaking heck. And you are ah, in... Freaking heck. I got hit with a bunch of birds. <laughs> oh, yeah. You all see... You are in a, a large hallway 
with vaulted ceilings about 60 feet up that then disappear into darkness. So this is like a well-carved uh, kind of a temple vibe. Um, it is a long, dark hallway, no light at all. It just goes and carries on and disappears into darkness. But about 10 feet ahead of you, uh, past this door, there is one thing standing, boom, right in the middle of the hallway, which is a tall, weathered crossroads sign with many markers pointing in all directions. But oddly, each marker bears the same symbol, which is a simple skull that has been etched into the dilapidated wood. And beyond the, the crossroads, like starting at the crossroads and disappearing further down the hallway into darkness, which just like, it, the hallway itself is about maybe 10, 15 feet wide, but and all the stone is just like this cold black stone. Uh, it just, there is from the crossroads sign, a uh, one long black carpet that runs the length and disappears into darkness that pulls you forward like a great tongue. Wait, is moving us towards it? No, no. It's it just it, it beckons you forward. Oh, like God. like the, the carpet <laughs> like, itself. Holy fuck! Just the way it kind of <laughs> like belt. like it almost has like a vertigo effect as the hallway just right. kind of like just disappears Ooh. down into this dark, dark temple hallway. And that is where we'll call it for today. Spooky. Oh, we made it to the spire. You did. You made it to the spire. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Jared, thank you for hanging in there with us, uh, even though you're, un, you know, dead. I actually thought hours. it was his best episode. Nice. Uh, <laughs> burned him up. Burned so him I was going to say, uh, my arms are tired from hanging. Where's the roof? <laughs> oh, there it is. Wait, you got to roll, roll for it. Come on. You know. Oh, oh, 20. Good roll. That's a pretty good roll. 19. Yeah, Dirty plus 20. one 20. Oh. I'm going to add a plus one. Wait, uh, yeah, I mean, at this point. I have proficiency in it now. At this point, you do yeah, probably yeah. have a proficiency yeah, in yeah, racing yeah, the, roof, the roof, I would yeah. say. I'll call it. Yeah, as a DM, yeah. You're a carpenter, right? Yeah, definitely. I've already figured out how to race the roof many times. In fact, I've put nice. roofs down and up. Ooh. It's true. I just realized that John Cumberland came all the way to the spire with us. He did. He sure did. I wonder. I wonder. What, am I going to go back to town in this pouring rain? Yeah, and these birds <laughs> dropping out <laughs> of the sky? What do you wonder? Or was Jamie the one who said, I wonder? Yeah, I, I, say I did say I wonder. I was just. <laughs> I was wondering what Noah was wondering. What were you wondering? But I don't know if one, Noah was wondering. I guess I was wondering, wondering if Noah was wondering. I guess I'm wondering if, if wondering. Uh, John Cumberland is going to be with us next week. I wonder that as well. Uh, you know, in the tradition of January, possibly going into Dan Ebuary. It's going to be Dan it, will it be Daniel Abbey? I love that Jesus name. Christ, I Danny. love that name. We gotta get you out of here. Uh, such a nice... <laughs> please. Anyway. You, please. I'm not... I'm not <laughs> look, Danny, Danny uh, I'm not saying that John should have been the one to die. Yeah. But... He probably should have been the one to die. Yeah, maybe if he wasn't hanging outside the cage. Trying to burn. He wasn't a fucking Setting shit on fire. To, like, catch on to giant oh, boars and shit. Readying his ball bearings. Yeah. I, I was ready, dude. Heating up the door handle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> With a blowtorch. Yeah. Uh, I've been chained to this table for a couple of weeks, so like as soon as you guys have a yeah. chance to wrap this up, we've been meaning to feed you more. We're sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's I had plenty of fat and carbs in my body, anyways. Oh, great ketosis. <laughs> Ketosis? Ketosis. Yeah. 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 What is that? Diet, dude. Oh. Yeah, dude, he's just starting. He's just starting uh, body, body fasting. Bro. It's a, it's a intense fast. Got to reset, dude. Caveman diet. Isn't that? Um, <laughs> 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 oh, roll. Nice. Yeah. Three. I beat the All right. Thank you. Everybody. All right. Thanks, everybody, uh, for listening. We love you. You are the best. You make us happy, and you bring light into our lives. <laughs> Tune in next week to find out what happens next. If Whiskers will be joining us, if the Spire will know or care or be able to help this lion man, or if they will be able to help Penn in the party. We honestly don't know what the hell's going to happen. So uh, please tune in to find out what happens next. And please, if you like our podcast, yo, tell a friend who likes D&D or even a friend that doesn't like D&D who wants to get into D&D. Do it. Subscribe, rate, review. All of these things help us out so much. And if you write us a review, we're going to kiss you in your little baby nose. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> and if you have a baby, we will kiss it like really a politician in a very, that was good. That was a real baby. Anyway, thank you all so much. If you give us a, a review, we will give you a shout out. We love you. Uh, also, um, uh, your name might appear as an NPC. That would be dope, right? Wait, uh, is Burger Fleetfoot a... Oh, Berga's that's actually not, no. Berga might be one of the last few NPCs that's not a review name. We're going to start pulling some... Uh, I thought for sure Berga Fleetfoot was a, was a name. No, it wasn't. We know. No, no, it wasn't. Okay, sorry. 
So thank you, Eric DeLong, for writing the music. Uh, and please, we want to talk to you. Find us at Magic Quest Boys on Twitter and Instagram and use our hashtag MQBDsNuts. <laughs> Got you. Just kidding. It's MQBD. Um, oh. <laughs> have a happy uh, wait, January. Wait, wait, wait. Don't we have some shout outs again? And we do have some shout outs. I'm sorry. I almost What's ran right deal, by him. Are you talking to <laughs> God damn it, John. Uh, okay, uh, yeah, no, we do have our shout-outs. Of course, we can't forget our shout-outs. We got our shout-out, One Final Mint, who left us a funny, awesome review. <laughs> Mint. <laughs> this guy hates his job so much. I don't know if it was real or if it was a joke. <laughs> oh, but either guy. way, you're fucking hilarious, One Final Mint, and we love you. We're going to give you kisses on your little Go look at the reviews. Yeah, yeah, go to the reviews on iTunes. Go find One Final Mint. He's hilarious. Um, thank you so much. Mike Phoenix wrote us a review on iTunes. Uh, and you're from fucking Dublin. This guy's from fucking Dublin. Which What's means, up? I don't know What's if this up, has Dublin? been made official before, but this is the first time I've said it. Guys, we're international. We are international. Whoa. Pretty I would have oh. thought he was from Arizona. Oh, no, man. That, I mean, well, you, you would have thought. Yeah, Mike me. Phoenix. Mike Phoenix, you got me, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mythical Phoenix. You got us all. Officially, you got me. You tricked us. Well, yeah, maybe it's his vote. Wait. Mythical Phoenix. Oh, he, he is a mythical Phoenix, like for as a job? Yeah. Either way, thanks for listening all the way in Ireland. That's so, That's cool. so cool. That is honestly so very cool. Uh, thank you very much. Top of the titties to you. Top of the titties. Thank you very much, Tiny Dog in a Lab Coat, for your review on iTunes. <laughs> That's a fucking hilarious <laughs> name. Is that real? Uh, and the last one, <laughs> thank you very much, Sarah Paul. Sarah Paul, I love you. Sarah's my girlfriend. Yo! Oh, yes! Yeah. Uh, everyone raise the roof! <laughs> From my girlfriend Sarah Paul, who gave us a shout out on social media. Thank you very much. You are the best. Um, I'll see you at home. I'm sorry. I'm out so late every night I record with these guys. <laughs> uh, Most of it's the outro. It's true. <laughs> it's very true. Very good. Thank you all very much. We love you. Come back next week to find out if the spire yields anything for the party and pen. We will see you next week. Bye bye. I mean, I hope it does. It's been like. 30 episodes. <laughs> it's a red herring. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if it like, was Like, oh wait, you had the wrong nothing. place. <laughs> yeah. Okay, bye. Right, bye, 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 bye. The Magic Quest Boys. Dragon Quest Boys. Magic Quest Boys. Dragon Town. Magic Quest Boys. Magic Quest Boys. Magic Quest Boys. Magic Quest Boys. Dragon Quest Boys. Magic Quest Boys. Dragon Town. Magic Quest Boys. Magic Quest Boys. Dragon Town.